the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, on a 1420 The Answer, thanks for joining us on this Friday, the eighth morning of the second month of the year of our Lord, 2019. So this Green New Deal that's been proposed, they, they pulled back the curtain and revealed the details of the Democrat Socialist Grand Master Plan for the United States, which essentially means destroy everything that we have created over the last 250 years or 200-plus years. I'm not doing the math at the moment. Uh, but destroy everything that we have created and start over in a, uh, in a new government-controlled manner where the government literally will run everything. And you... We'll turn over everything you make while they dole it out to those who need it. Here's a report from Fox News. This is a government overhaul of virtually every aspect of your life, beginning with energy. The Green New Deal calls for eliminating all fossil fuel energy production and not just oil, but also natural gas. This is part of the plan to achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions in 10 years. But as the Wall Street Journal points out, non-carbon sources currently provide only 11 percent of U.S. energy, meaning we would need a complete remake of American electric power, transportation, and manufacturing. But apparently that's not a problem because the Green New Deal calls for eliminating 99% of cars, trucks, boats, and other (laughs) combustion engine vehicles. And 100% of air travel, opting instead for high-speed rail. Not our current trains, mind you, just high-speed rail. Just high-speed rail. We're (laughs) going to have... Hundreds of thousands of miles of rail tracks crisscrossing this country from every location to every other location. Now, I want you to think about that for a moment, okay? As a part of this insanity of this, this Crayola on, uh, you know, the, the, on copy paper proposal, cause that's what I, I swear to, it feels like this has been written by a bunch of kids. They took some crayons and got a piece of copy paper and, and wrote all this out. And we're going to get rid of the, we're going to get rid of airplanes. We're going to use rail. We're going to use trains, high speed rail. By the way, what's that going to run on? Wind. Wind is going to blow and we're going to capture that energy enough to, to power, um, high speed rail all over the country and, and all over the world. Well, transatlantic, we're going to build rails across the ocean. The, the whole way across the ocean from from North America to, to Europe. And, and, and then we're going to have to do it on the other side, too, so we can reach one of the states that is an island that, that isn't exactly conducive to rails. We're going to build rails across the ocean to get to Hawaii. And just the insanity. I said this to Anthony Gonzalez, uh, congressman, last hour. I didn't realize how many thousands. I think there are tens of thousands. It was upwards of 30,000 airplanes in the air at any given time. Uh, something that I would just remember finding out for the first time on 9-11 when they grounded all air travel. And they had to take every plane in the air and get it out of the air. So thousands and thousands of planes in the air at a time. And the reason why is, of course, because we need to be able to fly from Cleveland to Fort Wayne if we have business in Fort Wayne and we want to get there quickly. Or Cleveland to Miami 
for business or for pleasure, from Pittsburgh to El Paso, you understand the point here? Pick any two destinations, and you fly there because guess what? Why is that convenient? Because you're in the air. And planes can go in the air anywhere. No matter what your destination is, you can reach it in the air. Because there are no tracks in the air. There's just air. But Alexandria Ocasio-Kelly Bundy-Cortez says we can replace air with high-speed rail. Now, you can't make a rail car go from Cleveland to El Paso unless there is a specific set of tracks that are going to take you to El Paso. You can't go from uh, Cleveland to uh, Seattle. You can't go from Seattle to Boise. You can't go from Boise to, uh, to um, uh, I don't know, Boston. I mean, you understand what we're saying here? We literally, the entire country would have to be crisscrossed with tracks so that every location can reach every other location in some way, shape, or form. That's, that's what the rails would have to be like. Not to mention the fact that there is no high-speed rail that is going to be able to, to uh, travel as fast as, I don't know, a jet. <laughs> this goes 500 miles an hour to get you from the East Coast to West Coast in five to five and a half hours. Yeah, who cares? High-speed rail will get you there in nine or ten hours. Uh, I mean, I, the insanity of the absurdity of this is it should be enough to laugh this out of existence. But we kind of don't want it to. I want the absurdity to be on display, if that makes sense. I really do. I want the absurdity to be on display because I want everyone to know that this is how the Democrats want to run the government. Now, aside from the impracticality of it all, getting rid of the combustion engines, getting rid of airplanes, getting rid of this, 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 and this, the part about this that is really so uh, astounding is we are going to provide everything for everyone, free preschool, free college, free health care, free Everything. I mean, literally. And if you don't have a job, don't worry about it. Guaranteed income for you for if you are unable to work or just unwilling to work. All of this stuff is guaranteed. Where's all that money coming from? High marginal tax rates. Chemical. It is 1020 now. The Bob France Authority continuing on AM 1420, The Answer. Thanks so much for joining us. It is my pleasure to welcome to the program now a man uh, for whom I and I know most Americans hold uh, the deepest amount of respect. He is the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development in the Donald Trump Administration and Cabinet. He is also a former neurosurgeon and a former candidate for President of the United States. You know I'm talking about Dr. Ben Carson, who is in Northeast Ohio this morning for an important announcement down in Akron. Uh, uh, Dr. Carson or Secretary Carson, what's the better way to address you now, sir? Secretary or doctor? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, appreci- I appreciate that. Thank you very much. That way I can't mess it up no matter what I call you. But I've been calling you Dr. Carson since, of, since, of course, you burst onto the public scene uh, at the National Prayer Breakfast with President Obama a few years ago and then, of course, through your campaign. Uh, but God bless you, sir, and thank you for coming on with us. Um, thank you. Before we start talking about uh, some of the politics of the day, and I do want to get your thoughts, and you've made some statements about uh, not only the President's State of the Union address and his announcement of some of the great accomplishments 
accomplishments the administration has uh, been responsible for. And the lack of respect and acknowledgement of that by some of the Democrats at the uh, in that chamber on uh, on Tuesday night. But let's talk about why you're in town. Uh, there's a big grant that you are going to be uh, extending down in Akron. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, well, last month we announced uh, over $2 billion uh, for continual care at homeless programs. And today we're going to be announcing an additional $202 million in grants. And these will support some of the new programs, including for the very first time nearly $50 million for projects dedicated to uh, assisting survivors of domestic violence, dating violence, and stalking. And uh, this uh, women's uh, shelter of uh, Akron, the Battered Women's Shelter of Akron, is a perfect place to do it. Uh, it's a place that started out many years ago with uh, local interest, has steadily grown, has gained support through the community, and those and has been effective in its mission. Those are the kinds of programs that we like to support. It is a very important program, and I know uh, uh, they're going to make such great use of those funds. It's sad that we need these facilities; it really is. But I don't, you know, the human nature being what it is, they will always be necessary to protect um, uh, people who are abused. And uh, uh, battered women's shelters are obviously so extraordinarily important. And I'm so glad to know that you are there uh, for and these so, people. And, and, mm-hmm. and so often, it's not just the women, but it's the children who accompany them. In fact, there's generally more children than there are women. A point very well taken. Dr. Ben Carson, the Secretary of the Department of Housing and Urban Development. Again, he'll be giving those grants out in, in a ceremony in Akron later today. But let's uh, let's move, uh, Dr. Carson. I want to get your thoughts on, on some things. I, uh, I read a couple of comments of yours uh, where you said that the president deserves a heck of a lot more credit than he is being given, especially by the media and by the Democrats, and maybe I repeat myself with that, uh, for the record low minority unemployment that we are enjoying in this country. African American, Latino American, Americans with disabilities, and women, all with record low unemployment under President Trump's administration uh, and the policies that he and uh, you and the other uh, brain trust in his cabinet have established. Why is he not getting that credit? Well, uh, he has a philosophy that a rising tide floats all boats. Rather than engaging in identity politics and, um, you know, one group over another, he does things in a general way. And things like appropriate tax reductions and reduction of regulations so that businesses can thrive. And, And those thriving businesses, of course, need employees. And, you know, this is something that is, is well-known in economic circles. But there are a group of people whose philosophy is victimhood, and uh, they don't want to acknowledge what the president has done because that detracts from their argument that there are people who are standing in the way of your progress, and they don't want you to be successful, and that we are the only people who can really help you. And it's really sad that it's gotten that way because, you know, we should all revel in the fact that manufacturing jobs are coming back. Everybody remembers not too many years ago, people were saying manufacturing in the United States is dead. Well, obviously that's not true. And uh, you, you, you look at all of these new businesses that are springing up, and we're working with the Small Business Administration and Labor Department and multiple other departments 
to bring even more activity. You've probably heard about the Opportunity Zones uh, in all 50 states and the District of Columbia, as well as all of our territories. Uh, these allow people to take unrealized capital gains, invest them into economically distressed areas, gain a, a tax benefit from that, while at the same time putting money into areas that have traditionally been neglected. Well, those areas are going to need workers, uh, training programs. All of these things lift people out of poverty. Dr. Ben Carson is our guest. He is the Secretary, of course, of Housing and Urban Development and uh, also a former neurosurgeon. Doctor, you... um you, you you bring up the president wanting to to lift uh, all boats with the rising tide, and I completely agree with that. And and I don't know that anybody could possibly oppose that. When you see all of the numbers that you just described, and the president detailed at the State of the Union address, you would think that everybody would say, you know what, love him or not love him, uh, maybe I don't like his look, maybe I don't like his speech, maybe I don't like his tweeting or whatever. But boy, oh boy, he's getting results, and that's something we can applaud. But they sat on their hands, Dr. Carson, the left, the Democrat side of the aisle, when the president said African, more African-Americans are working in this country than ever before, more Latino-Americans, more Asian-Americans. They wouldn't stand and applaud that. Would they rather see people fail just so that they're the president they don't like fails as well? Well, honest, honestly, I, I don't think they want to see people fail. They just don't want this president to have any credit. That is the key. And I've never really seen a situation where hatred results in something good. I've never seen historically a society that divides itself this way be successful. So at some point, it's going to be the people who are going to have to make the decision. They'll be able to look and see who are the people who are trying to preserve the kind of America that people are forming caravans to get into versus places like Venezuela that people are trying to get out of that used to be quite successful. That is such a very important point. And, and, and let me ask you this, since, since we're talking about the success of the United States, Dr. Carson, and the economy, the economic growth we have enjoyed in the last couple of years, obviously the unemployment numbers, the manufacturing, all these things, shows to me that capitalism is working pretty well as it always has it's why we are the uh, the greatest civilization in the hit or the greatest uh, country in the history of, of of civilization as far as i'm concerned uh because of opportunities for everyone it's working and yet we just found out yesterday that um some of our democratic friends on capitol hill have decided no we have to scrap capitalism and we have to start over with a socialist giant government takeover model. It's called the Green New Deal. Uh, did you uh, get a chance to listen to the details of that yesterday, and what's your reaction? Uh, uh, unfortunately, I did hear it. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's typical socialism, where you empower the government. Basically, uh, socialism can be boiled down to you give the government all the power, and then they take care of you from cradle to grave. The only problem is it only works until you run out of other people's money. And that always happens. 
Yeah, it certainly does, especially when she, you know, what they promised in their reveal yesterday in the rollout of this is, uh, uh, a guaranteed incomes for everyone, whether you are disabled or just unwilling to work, meaning you can choose to sit back and just take what the government gives you. In other words, lifetime welfare. But the problem is, you know, like you said, running out of other people's money. What incentive would people have to, you know, to grow their own businesses, to try to expand and so on and so forth, if the government is just going to take the money that you earn from you and give it to people? people who are choosing uh, to sit at home and not work. I just, uh, I've never, Certainly. I cannot imagine a society in which that has worked or it would work. Well, on, on a smaller level, you know, we've insinuated into our system uh, perverse incentives. For instance, in the housing uh, assistance area, if you're getting housing assistance and you get a raise or you get more money, you have to report that immediately so your rent can go up. If you bring in another income-producing person into the environment, your rent goes up. If you get married, your rent goes up, or you lose your subsidy altogether. These are things that have been going on for generations, and they've created the wrong kind of culture. And those are the kinds of things that we're working now to change so that we give people the real incentive to climb the ladders of opportunity. And we recognize that once they start climbing those ladders, we don't pull the ladder from underneath them, which is what we've done in the past. We don't want to do that anymore. That is a perfect metaphor. That is exactly what we have done and we have to stop from doing. Dr. Carson, listen, I want to uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on the air with us and uh, thank you for what you are in uh, Northeast Ohio for today. The grant's going to be given to the Battered Women's Shelter in Akron. Uh, keep up the wonderful work that you and the rest of your colleagues in the administration are doing, sir. It is not going unnoticed. Thank you and stay warm. Thank, and you do the same. Thank you very much, Dr. Carson. <laughs> Dr. Ben Carson, the uh, Secretary of the Department of Housing and Urban Development, uh, joining us here on AM 1420, The Answer. Uh, phenomenal man. I just have the utmost respect for him. I enjoyed that. I hope you did as well. All right. Uh, it's 1031. It's time for news. Good news for you is that we are now completed with our guest list for the day, and that means the phone lines are yours. 216-901-0945. Get on board right now on the Bob France Authority. social justice warriors if you're looking for a safe space where your delicate ears won't be offended this isn't it this is the bob france authority on am 1420 the answer so i was um just looking uh, to update that number i told you i had learned for the first time Back on 9-11, when they ordered uh, all air travel uh, to be halted and all planes to be grounded, um, that was the first time I, was, I, I had heard and, and learned that there were, at any given time, tens of thousands of planes in the air. Tens of thousands. I, I, that blew my mind. I just, you know, you don't think about it, I guess. At least I never had. And I, and I couldn't, and I said something like 30, 30, 40,000 planes a day is what I uh, was trying to remember in the first hour. I took the uh, opportunity during the break to look this up. And um, according to the FAA, they handle roughly 43,000 flights per day over U.S. airspace. 43,000 flights per day. I then found a video. Um, from the California Academy of Sciences, and it shows planes in flight over uh, in the sky over North America uh, at a given time, and then it speeds it up. You know, time lapse. 
It's staggering to see all of the routes. It's it's. I just posted it. I just put posted it as a comment on a route on my Facebook page uh, post, and I'll have to. Um, I'll give it its own separate post, perhaps at France Radio on Facebook, so you can see it. See it. But it is an incredible. It's like the most massive spider web of of flight paths that you can even imagine. Thousands and thousands of them, right? You can't process this unless you see it in motion, which is why you should follow me on social media and I'll share this, right? All of those flight paths can be replaced with high-speed rail, including the ones that cross the ocean, the Atlantic or the Pacific, which is also part of the... you got to see this. These lunatics actually want to bring this... And they say, by the way, that they can do it in 10 years. <laughs> First of all, it can't be done, period. It's it's literally and physically not possible to do this. But then the idea that we're going to do this in 10 years, which we have to, because in 12 years, uh, Alexandria Kelly Bundio-Cortez has told us the earth is done. It's dead in 12 years. Uh, Republican Congressman Jim Banks responding to some of this. The Democrats aren't willing to give up. $5.6 billion to build a wall, but they are uh, interested in something that would drastically bankrupt this country and bankrupt uh, the pocketbooks of taxpaying uh, Americans and, and folks back home in districts like mine. Not only is our country today growing manufacturing jobs at a pace that we haven't seen at any point in my lifetime, but we're finally energy uh, independent as well. And uh, and, and that's, uh, that's something the president spoke about in his State of the Union address. Why would we want to backtrack from that? But that that's the radicalism of the Democrat Party today that wants to take us in that direction. It's, it's a dangerous move. Um, I, 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 after the last election, I was pessimistic about winning back the majority anytime soon. But every time Democrats introduce something like this, <laughs> it's more and more likely the Republicans are going to be back in the majority in two short years. Exactly right. Exactly right. How can anybody question that logic? I mean, first of all, what he said is true about what the uh, uh, president said in the State of the Union address. We are energy independent in this country for the first time. We are a net exporter of energy, not a net importer of energy, the world's largest oil and natural gas producers. That's what we are. And just three days after hearing the president say that, here come the Democrats right on cue. Here she comes to wreck the day. It's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying, let's abolish oil. Let's abolish. Let's get rid of oil. Let's get rid of natural gas. Let's get rid of nuclear power. Everything has to be renewable. The sun and the wind will carry us. The sun and the wind, that's all we need. And all we have to do to achieve that is destroy every internal combustion engine in America, take every plane in America and destroy that, uh, we have to uh, we have to destroy every building in America and retrofit them or rebuild them so that they are powered only by solar and or wind. Uh, that's where the electricity is produced from. Uh, I, I mean, the idea that this is a, a serious proposal is just so comical. I mean, and, and in fact, it's not serious. The, the other thing we could and should say about this, I told you before, David Harsanya and the uh, uh, Federalist, was on Fox last night, and he said, this is not a serious proposal. You do have to understand that. This is not a serious proposal. This is something that a high schooler would write poorly. <laughs> and he wrote a great big piece about it in The Federalist uh, uh, to back that up today. It, it can't be serious, but it is for them. And I say let them spout, let them, give them more airtime, give them more 
opportunities to spread this insanity so that we can continue to explain the insanity to the American people who will say, okay, we're just pretty much done with that party now. There's just, I don't care how liberal you are. You have to have, if you have an IQ over five, you have to know that this is not possible and this is an attempt to literally destroy America as you know it. To, to give it, to, to make it the full government, uh, takeover that, um, that we fear it is. And that she actually has to acknowledge before realizing I probably better not say that anymore. Listen to her, 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 uh, her deceptive. One way that the right does try to mischaracterize uh, what we're doing as though it's like some kind of massive government takeover. Are you prepared to put on the table that, yes, actually they're right. What this requires is massive government intervention. It does. It does. Yeah, I have no problem saying that. <laughs> the insanity is just, hey, it's, this, is such, this would be a great movie if we weren't living it. <laughs> it really would be. Fairview, Joe, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. Thanks for being patient, sir. Go ahead. Uh, Bob, uh, you mentioned with airplanes the idea of business passengers, but the effect on commercial air traffic would just be incredible. UPS, Federal Express, all the products and parts, all the emergency medical supplies, things like that, going through planes. Uh, and and be, besides that, how do you respond to hurricanes and tornadoes and floods on a, a, a quick and efficient basis where you have to get things to people right away? You know, just the whole commercial aspect of, of airplanes is incredible. And then looking at manufacturing, you know, I worked in factories. You don't run steel mills off of solar and, and, and wind. <laughs> You don't you don't build train engines with solar and wind. You don't build you don't do railroad steel tire rails with 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 solar and wind. What will we do in shipbuilding? You know, how do we put boats in the water? Since we can't travel by planes overseas, we'd have to go by ship. But how are we going to build ships? You can't. Well, no, she said. That. No, she said. She said. We no. She said we'll do rails over the ocean. We we can have high speed rail over the ocean. Now I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly how uh, <laughs> how they're going to get down to the floor of the ocean to build the uh, uh, the, the you know the structures that hold the rails. I I I, I, I over you know uh, above the top of the ocean and how. By the way. Uh, uh, we would handle that in the, uh, in the, uh, uh, event, as you pointed out, of hurricanes and other natural disasters. I mean, look, Joe, the bottom line is you gotta stop making sense. Stop calling up oh, and, 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 and I think, Bob, they gotta dig deeper, like you say, a little bit into the weeds. I mean, you start talking about, what about harvesting equipment in, the, in farms? You know, how do you run harvesters? How do you make harvesters? You can't do that with electric solar tractors. Wind. Electric track tractors, just like they're going to be electric cars. What about mowing your lawn, Bob? <laughs> electric, electric, and of course, all that electricity is going to come from the uh, windmills. The uh, wind that are going to harvest that and and portion it out to everybody's home and everybody's garage and so on and so forth. Joe, it is. I mean, you make you make great points, my friend. I want to get some other people's points on the air. Thank you. God bless. Appreciate the call, Dave in Rocky River. Next, hi, Dave. Go ahead. You know, I I thought this lady was a loony since she started her act. But I have something to say beyond that. The people, as far as I'm concerned, I think the lady's dangerous. But as far as I'm concerned beyond that, the loonies who voted for her are as dangerous. God bless you. That's all I got to say. Dave, I appreciate it. The good news is, by the way, the loonies who voted for her, there weren't very many of them, okay? 
only 11% of the of the voters in uh, her district turned out to vote. 11%. 89% didn't want her or the other candidate or anybody else for that matter. Not to mention they didn't even run a serious Republican candidate. Somebody got in at the very last second. Um, just because knowing what the district is like. But, uh, but only 11% of the voters actually turned out for her. So she got her seat there with, with essentially no, uh, uh, opposition whatsoever. And yes, if she tries to advance herself on the national stage, there will be plenty of opposition. And the good news for us, as I said, is that the cameras love her. The cameras love her. The networks, they can't get enough of her. She's on, ratings go up. People love listening to her. And that, to me, is the greatest thing in the world. Because the more you listen, the more you realize how bat bleep crazy or straight up airheaded she is. I mean, honestly, she's, I, I'm not joking. Well, I'm obviously joking when I say this is her name, but, but I, I, I'm serious when I compare her to Kelly Bundy. If you, anybody who used to watch Married with Children, Kelly Bundy, the blonde, uh, 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 <laughs> I gotta think of right words I can use on the radio that won't make me, uh, get me in trouble. Uh, but the airhead, uh, the bubblehead, the, 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 she, she couldn't spell cat if you spotted her the C and the A. I mean, that's, that's, that's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's that airheaded. Now, I know she graduated from, a, from college and she got a degree. Good for her. Uh, it might have even been in something important. I don't, I don't remember what it was. Good for her. But as you listen to her, you come to realize they don't come much dumber than this. They just don't. You ask her, how are you going to deal with the airplane problem? She has no answer except that we will. How, how are you going to pay for all of this? We will. But you do realize there's not enough money printed to, 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 to spend hundreds of trillions of dollars to do all of these things. Don't bother me with details. We will. It's a new country. We're the new, we're, we're, we're the, um, we're the new, uh, pioneers of this country. We are going to be the ones who move it forward into the next century. Just, just complete and utter inability to process anything having to do with facts about this. She just says we will. And people are just flying along. You know, uh, uh, uh Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, Kristen Gillibrand, all of these Democrats who want to be president are all like, yes, I love the idea. I'm co-sponsoring. I'm with it. The more they do it, the more it scares you, except for the fact that if they do this as candidates, it is going to lead to an absolute cakewalk to Donald, for Donald Trump to re-election. Khalid Namar. Back again, the second straight day we've heard uh, the uh, dulcet tones of Khalid's voice. He is a co-host on the Todd Allen Show, which you can now hear on Sunday nights right here on AM 1420, The Answer. How you doing, my friend? Uh, I, I am well. Uh, listening to your uh, monologue on oh, Alexandria Ocasio-Castro. And I think that she... <laughs> That's another way to go. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you know, I actually am happy, as you are, that she is out front of the Democratic Party because she is the best weapon the Republicans have. Easily. Uh, easily. She, she's fantastic um, because this is what we have been saying for years, that these loony socialist policies are dangerous. They're totally incoherent. And the fact that a school graduated this woman with an economics degree tells you all you need to know about our current system. She has an economics degree and an international relations degree. Uh, 
that tells you everything and what our schools are producing. And she is not by a long shot uh, alone in her lunacy because she has an older person, uh, this congressperson that who's writing this legislation with her, which is going to go nowhere because most of the party is not foolish enough to present this as, as nothing more than, than, a, than a farce. So, um, but what we need to do, great. though, what, what, what we need to do, Khalid, and, and not, not me and you specifically, but our Republican representatives need to push them, dare them to bring it to a vote. Dare them to make yeah. this a bill. Right now, it's only a resolution. It needs to become an actual bill with sponsors, and then it can potentially be brought to a vote. We need to dare them to do that because um, I, I want them on the record. I want Trump, when he runs for re-election, to be able to say that my opponent, whether who, no matter who wins their, their primary, whoever their nominee is going to be, voted to get rid of air travel and internal combustion engines and everything else that, that go along, goes along with this insanity. I want it on the record. So I, I don't want to, I don't want to silence her. I don't want to silence them. And in fact, I want to encourage them to go further with this. And, and God willing, uh, you know, their, their, their water carriers in the media will do that. You know, the Chuck Todds of the world and the others will try to give this enough credence and credibility that they do bring it to a vote so that we have the, have it on the record. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. And, and to me, it seems as though you put green in front of anything and they think it makes sense. You know, we, we for, who forget about Solyndra? All you have to do is study what went on in Spain sure. with the solar industry. This is economic illiteracy and incoherence. And you're right. I want them to put this out to vote. I want the American people to see what kind of craziness is coming from the, from the left because uh, the, the amount of money that she's talking about uh, to pay for this is what is it like eighty trillion dollars is going to cost this economy or something? Well, I mean, you get different it's, numbers from different people, but if you if you really are talking about tearing down and then rebuilding all of the infrastructure to change it to green or and renewable, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, we are we are literally talking into the into the tens of trillions and and, and maybe even up toward a hundred trillion dollars. And you know, people 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 hear those numbers and they just kind of like you know gloss over it. They don't understand how much money that is, and they don't understand that literally none of this. First of all, it's not physically possible. If it was physically possible, it is not. Uh, it is not financially possible. It is just so amazing to me that they have gotten this far. Um, and I uh, and like like I said, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to have to deal with this, but if they are actually going to push for this, I'm glad they're doing it publicly so the American people see insanity uh, for themselves, you know, up close and personal. Uh, hey, Khalid, before you go, real quick, what's coming up on the uh, Todd Allen show on Sunday? We, we, we delve deeply into the chaos and the mess that is Virginia politics right now. We talk about Kamala Harris pandering to the black community because she's now a hip-hop uh, fan. <laughs> she's these leaked videos of her out pandering to the black community, which is insane. Uh, we talk about her criminal justice record. Uh, we talk about a couple of other items that are in the news, that are not in the news, shall I say, um, about a story out of Philadelphia where... Uh, reporters, court reporters are having trouble translating what is called black dialect, which we, we you know, we get into that issue of of, of, of of the type of language that is spoken. And in the courtroom, the court reporters can't even translate it. And it's causing problems in the uh, criminal justice system in, in Philadelphia. It's kind of a, you know, quirky story. But we cover that. But we definitely get into... I think it's a hilarious story, to be honest with you. And I can't wait to hear you guys talk about it. I think that yeah, is we, so we funny. Yeah, we have a little fun with it. But it is. It, it's insane what's going on out here. And like I said, we get into... We mentioned the uh, the Cory Booker, um, you know, comic. You know, that he's out here totally ignoring what is going on with his latest sexual assault after so famously grandstanding during the Kavanaugh trial. 
So we talk about that and the whole hypocrisy of Democratic Party when it comes to sexual assault. Um, they don't really, you know, give a hoot about this woman who is accused Justin Fairfax of sexual assault because they can't use her to kill right. a Supreme Court justice. So th- th- we, we expose that fraud as well. Sunday nights, 9 o'clock, the Todd Allen Show, uh, co-hosted by Khalid Namar, our friend. Uh, you guys do great work, and I cannot wait to hear some of those stories uh, this Sunday night. Make sure you tune in. Uh, make sure if you don't hear it live that you tune in and grab it off of the podcast at whkradio.com. But uh, by all means, do not miss the Todd Allen Show. Khalid, thank you, my brother. Hey, we got to get from you me. on, Bob. We, we want to get you on uh, next week. Name the time, name the day, name the, uh, you know, if we're going to do it live, we're going to record it. And you, you tell me where to be, I'll be there. I would love to talk to all of you. Appreciate right, you, my man. Thank you. Thank you, uh, thank you very much. I almost called you Todd. <laughs> thank you, Khalid, uh, co-host of the Todd Allen Show. Uh, quick time out here, back with a few more phone calls after this. At com. All right, 1056, got time for a couple more quick ones. <clears throat> Before the top of the hour, and Mike Gallagher takes over on AM 1420, the answer. Uh, who's been waiting the longest here? It's got to be TJ. That's who it is. TJ, go ahead. Bob? Yes, sir. Kill that music there, Samuel. we got to get these callers on. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Go ahead. You know, Bob, not only does this Democratic Party want to kill babies, that's not good enough. Now they want to kill cows, too. They want to take my cheeseburger away from me. What is the matter with these people? Uh, you know, another thing I heard last night, to replace, even come close to replacing all our fossil fuels, you know, for energy, yeah. would require a wind farm and solar farm larger than the state of California and Texas put together. That's right. and, and that's if you put and that's if you put literally uh, bumped all of the uh, solar panels up against one another, leaving no space in between. It would cover that much of our uh, of, of our uh, geography just to build those, and and that still wouldn't, of course, uh, solve the problem of getting all of all of that energy to other parts of the country. Uh, thank you, TJ. Appreciate it. Jay in Illyria next. Hi, Jay. Jay go ahead. Hey, I think that's a really good idea to get rid of all the airplanes and everything to make the world a lot more green. But what my question is, is where can I get the tickets? Because I have to go to Dusseldorf in June, and I'm just not sure, um, you know, how that's going to work. You know, a high-speed train to Germany? (laughs) Right? I mean, that's how it sounds. I'm surprised you didn't say high-speed submarines, and we can run the submarines, uh, you know, below the surface of the water. We can run the high-speed submarines over there, and uh, and we'll we'll power those with... We'll power those with windmill uh, 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 harnessed electricity as well. Shalom in Cleveland Heights. Shalom, go ahead. You're our last caller. What's up? I'm wondering how do currently how do California politicians travel from their districts to Washington D.C.? They use the Amtrak. How do they make that trip? That's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to they're going to have to take the uh, the railways now. And uh, uh, even Maisie Hirono, the lunatic senator from Hawaii, who pretty much uh, backs all of these types of things, right? Because she's a lunatic. She was even forced to acknowledge when asked, um, "Hey, uh, what do you think of the Green New Deal and getting rid of all airplanes and replacing them with high speed rails?" She even had to acknowledge uh, that doesn't work very well for my state. Yes, exactly. That's all the time we've got. Really great uh, uh, guest list today. Thanks again to uh, Congressman Gonzalez. Thanks to Grover Norquist. And thanks to Dr. Ben Carson. Stay where you are. Mike Gallagher's next. Enjoy the silence. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.